Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. Seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. Holy crap, guys. Listen, it's episode 174, and the Royal Rumble is right around the corner. And we'll be discussing that next week. Until then, we've got a pissed off Undertaker. We've got Talking Smack making stars. Dusty Classic on the female side. Legends Night. What a flop. And some new signings along the way. Listen, we got to get into this right freaking now. Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Minds, and now your host, AJ Orsini, with Dave. <laughs> Don't let the confusion confuse you. <laughs> it's your boys. It's still your main man. It's still your guys, old brothers from exactly, specifically the same exact mothers. We are your host of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am AJ Orsini, once again, joined by the great brother Dave. There was some confusion in that opening, but let it not be confusing at all. He's here. Brother I Dave am. is back yet again. I have arrived. <laughs> Kid chicken. Come on, chicken. <laughs> right. Legend. He's legend. Le- he is legend. Uh, that's one of the things that we do a lot in life. Uh, a lot of Aqua Teen Hunger Force references. I'm surprised we've gotten this far with that one. I think that mm, might have been the first super one. Super Ultra Mega Chicken. <laughs> no, he is legend. He's legend. Oh my he, god, I want to go back and watch that so bad. I'm gonna binge it. it one day. Just, I just from the beginning. So bad. <laughs> just a freshen up on the references. Oh yeah, just oh, definitely. I don't know how many times in random conversation at work I've dropped Aqua Teen quotes and people just look at me like I'm crazy. Completely confused. Yeah. My no most clue. my most common one at work, you know, I do that. I make time for it. Have <laughs> you ever hit somebody with one of those and gotten the right response back? Uh, if I I know I have. I'm trying to pinpoint. I think it was a master. I have I have never. I would lose my mind. They'd be my best friend to this day. One, it happened at a wrestling show. Uh, fuck, which quote was it? It was the, um, uh, oh, uh, the one with the barbecue grill when everything was hot. And uh, it was like, he, you wake when he woke up and he was like, how do you turn this to cold? When he was trying to get the fucking air conditioner working. I literally physically did it. Uh, like I was just making the joke. I was walking by the locker room and I was just like pushing the button. It was like because I knew the button was broken. I was like, "How do you make this cold?" And the dude was like, "Yeah, that was a dope episode." I'm like, "We are friends now. You know that, right? We're friends now. <laughs> you understand me as a person." That's it. I was like that's it. We're gonna be buddies now. Jesus Christ, we're gonna be taking some uh, some deep dives here tonight. Uh, because Ooh. a lot I was noticing as I wrote this rundown down, run mm-hmm. da, run da, down to run down, run ran down, ran, yeah, rundown. ran ran up, whatever. When I was putting this thing together, I started realizing we're going to be talking a lot of shit about old people today, mm. and uh, I'm I'm I made, you are I'm going to co-sign. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I made time for it today. 
Because <laughs> uh, I, I don't have a problem with any of the elder statesmen, those who have paved the way. But you know how uh, I feel about old wrestlers. Well, you know what it is. I show. know, but the audience squad of vote does not know. So we're going to need you to go ahead and elaborate in just a little bit. I'll set you up for that Spoiler one. Spoiler alert. I hate it. <laughs> Listen, I don't think you're alone in that. I, I honestly don't think that you are. I think someone's a, buying it because, God damn it, they keep doing it. Well, I don't know if they're going to keep doing it anymore. And that's kind of the point of tonight's episode here because I think even the WWE has realized we have hit a wall. Uh, if we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, we're going to, no, we're not going to, we're going to save that juicy tidbit. Okay, we're going to save that. Legends Night. And the Undertaker conversation, I sent you that. I don't know if you got a chance to look at that in his comments I, recently. Yeah, um, the I Joe Rogan, over it. The Joe Rogan podcast, it's making I want to watch that. I want I have not seen that. Yeah, one. I want to watch the whole, I, the whole episode. I didn't even realize he did it until I think it was earlier today, randomly. It yeah. popped up. And I'm like, oh, I want to see that. I need to know. Because you know he's getting real on Joe's podcast. That's, mm-hmm. that's going to be that's gonna be Mark Calloway for real. Uh, somebody said mentioned on the end of, uh, on my Facebook because I think uh, there was a clip being shared around. Not of the Joe Rogan podcast, but they did a, 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 a documentary about him on the network. And he wore this Blue, Li- this Blue Lives Matter shirt. It was mm-hmm. like the shape of Texas with the thin blue line. And somebody mm-hmm. told us, man, Taker used to be the dead man. Now he walking out here like he just stormed the Capitol. I'm like, oh, Lord, that's becoming a thing now. Oh, no. Uh, that's like, oh, no, not the dead man. Don't send the Undertaker <laughs> to the Capitol. I think this is getting dropped. Yeah. Uh, if, he, if the Undertaker would have went to the Capitol, that would have been a 10-minute fiasco. He'd have tombstoned everyone in the house. and would have declared all kinds of laws. They didn't even need to go through the channels. Taker would have just made it so. This is what it is now. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Undertaker's comments because I think he needs explaining. Uh, and then he's going to be buried for it. <laughs> and then, But the Legends Night stuff's going to lead into that because it's kind of the same fucking philosophy. So let's open up something else. A little mm-hmm. bit more on the positive side when it comes to the positive side of using older talents. Because there are some positives to it. If... It's done correctly, and that leads me to talking smack. And I know for a fact you haven't seen it, except for the fact that I think I may have sent you a link or two to check out. Uh, but talking smack for those who are human beings with real lives and don't have the opportunity to sit on YouTube all day Facts. Uh, is just a, an extension. Wait, 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 don't phrase it like that. Don't phrase it like that because I make time like for YouTube. All the time. Oh, not not for. <laughs> you can have a life and still waste hours on YouTube. <laughs> well, I don't I, want I don't want anybody who thinks <laughs> who, who thinks for a second that everyone on this earth doesn't just spend countless hours for no reason yeah. on YouTube. Well, we just got past the nerd stage, right? Because wasn't it? Oh, if you're a gamer, you don't get pussy. Well, well that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, there's billionaires with Xboxes and Playstations now. So no, there are there are millionaires, and this is just the beginning that are professional gaming. But uh, even, I digress. We even, move on. Even better. I think we've mm-hmm. I think we've harped a little bit about that pretty pretty much on the last few episodes, especially the fact that Chris Tang is a pussy. Chris Tang is a bitch, and I wish <laughs> I wish the worst upon Chris Tang. I wow, really yeah, you, I, the fact I that really you do. still remember that guy's name, I, I will never, dreams, I will dude. never. He's forget. living up there rent free right now. And you know what? 
he's probably getting paddled and tortured by Satan and Hitler up there. It's, he could live in there only once. Cause I oh, will, my God. You I, have will, a... I will never let this motherfucker. As long as is he a... is breathing oxygen that me and my family can use, I will forever hate him. That is a unique ragtag group you got living up there in that apartment. I think that was a little, that was a little Nicky reference. <laughs> Adam Sandler, we're we, looking at you, buddy. We move on. Yeah, so Talking Smack uh, is an extension show. So what that basically means is at the end of SmackDown, uh, Paul Heyman and some lady, I keep forgetting her name, Kathy, Charlie, Whichever random chick number one uh, joins, the, whoever replaced Renee, because Renee was the one with you know credentials and respect and potential, and oh, wow. that was the one who left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they replaced her with I don't know some lady, and yeah. so Paul is now the some second broad. yeah the second the second person on the show, um, and they have another one for Raw Raw talk, but Paul is not on that one. Paul is on the SmackDown show, and. Whatever Vince touches is overproduced, scripted to the gills. Mm -hmm. I mean, just it's got to be the way Vince wants it. But Vince doesn't micromanage everything, at least not anymore. So little things sometimes tend to sneak through the cracks, and this is one of those shows. It's not scripted. It's formatted. There's a producer that sits down and says, okay, this is the guest we're going to have. This is the time we have, blah, blah, blah. But as far as what the people are saying and what they're doing – isn't necessarily ran through the boss. So what happens is, is Paul for pretty much kind of has a free reign and handcuff free section to do whatever it is he wishes. And uh, the last few weeks, this has been the deal where Paul has come on the show. And I guess he wants something to do now that he's on the fucking show every week. Now, mm-hmm. um, not every so often when Brock shows up, now he's managing a guy who comes to work. So now he's at work every day and he is just rattling off promo after promo after promo and there are some guys there are sometimes he's not rattling off a promo he's taking a promo from someone like kevin owens or sammy or whatever daniel bryan and he is just making stars left and right he's just putting these people in positions like it's just so interesting the way that they've done this they're squandering almost everything on camera but on the show it's dope the only time to be honest with you, uh, that it hasn't really worked is when they don't want it to. But when he had Big E on, and it was this was uh, leading up to him winning the Intercontinental Championship. This was like a, I would say, motivational speech. But he kind of got into his head to the point where like he left Big E with nothing to say. It was just uh, let me just take his words and think about that. And all Kevin Owens and him have exchanged words. Finally, Kevin Owens has been un- unchanged and unleashed to be. Kevin Owens, which is awesome. And they've used that because now Roman and Kevin are in the primary feud. Uh, same thing with uh, Apollo Crews. You know, he got to know Apollo Crews' ass really good. And now Apollo might be uh, working for Roman down the line. We'll see. There's been some negotiations. He mm. might find himself in a in a top position. Uh, did you get a chance to see any of the clips I sent you? No. No. Okay, so I have a... Mm-hmm. I have a follow-up question to what I just described to you. As a person who No, I have seen the show. Talking Smack. Maybe not okay. some of the Yeah, not not like most recent stuff, but I have seen it before. Have you seen any of the episodes with Paul in it? 
No, actually, no, I haven't. That's, that that's the difference that I'm talking that's about. That's the difference. Okay. That's the difference I'm talking about because uh, all the other times, I'm not going to say well, that it makes bad, sense. But, it's Paul. Yeah, well, there you go. That's, I can use my imagination, though. <laughs> the guy. That's the question I have for you because if we're going to be talking about old guys tonight, this is a positive way of thinking about it. This guy, and even Cornette has said, this guy is a marvel. He's. What? Yeah, but he's a 80s, different type of old guy. It, yes, he absolutely he's is. He's not a he's not an ex wrestler, right? But that's the difference. Yeah. Oh, he's still got an ego like one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he what he brings to the table has nothing to do with the physical ring, so he can stay as long as he wants because he's always gonna be, or at least until he loses what he has. Which, from what I'm hearing, is not going away anytime soon. Yeah, what he, he brings as an serious, older personality is significantly different than what we look at when we see a Hulk Hogan or something like that come back. You know what I mean? Like you see that, you remember wrestling, you miss the wrestling part. But I mean, you go back and watch some of those old tapes. They weren't compared to some of the the great talkers that we've seen. A lot of these older wrestlers aren't the greatest talkers in comparison. So, I mean, what are you really expecting from them when they come back? Paul Heyman, on the other hand, that dude can talk his ass off, so he can stay as long as he wants. <laughs> the boy has the gift of gab. He 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 adapts. He he. At can this do point, I promise you, he stuff. doesn't even remember what he says. It's got to be such <laughs> autopilot. It's got to be such autopilot. I believe you. I, believe I swear you, to God, yeah. there's like something that lives in his brain that controls that part, and it's completely separate from the rest of his body. <laughs> I believe it because it's like the, you ever seen old school Will Ferrell when he does the big debate and at the end of it he kind of snaps out of it. What happened? What, 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 what did I say? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, completely I, blacks out. I believe him because I, I don't know how many times uh, where I've been done with a match or something like that and I've got to cut a promo right then and there and then I just do it. And then I leave, and I'm like, oh, something was fucked up. Could you do it again? I absolutely cannot, because I do not yeah, remember what I, I said. I don't know what the fuck I said. I have no clue what just happened in there. <laughs> this was on you to record that shit. It's gone now. It's gone. That train will it's never It's in the universe, out. and it is uncaught. Yeah, I, I can try to do a promo again, but it's not going to feel the same as the one we just fucking did. You blew it, right. you fuck. There's nothing we can do. Right. Uh, this has been a real positive thing, I think, for a lot of people, and I'm starting to notice some changes. Uh, I don't know if you saw SmackDown last week, but Shinsuke and Cesaro being being in the middle, not, not in the middle, but we're starting to see the push back to the top for the two mm -hmm. of them. They got rid of the rap song. They gave Shinsuke his, his theme back, the one that everyone loves and sings along. And whoa. They, they looked like they were going to do something with him at the Rumble with, with uh, Roman that doesn't look like it's going to happen now. Um, well, it doesn't look like it's definitely not. They've signed the match. It's going to be Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. But I like the idea of putting Shinsuke back into a power position. Cesaro, all these guys. He looks weird like. without being in a power position. He does. It does not look like it. He's, he's either the cream of the crop or he just looks super out of place and awkward. Hmm. Yeah, like what are you wrestling Tucker and Otis for? What the right. fuck are we... Why are you are in a doing? tag team right now? Well, you know what? Uh, I didn't even mind the tag team for a short-term thing. They were together for far too long. Just doing nothing. And I'm like, there's, like, like we just said a second ago, wrestling o Otis and Tucker 
every other fucking week, and I'm like, no, I'm good with literally all of that. Right. Uh, I, I could use Shinsuke on top, uh, and you can use Shinsuke on top. Who the fuck is roaming into Russell if not top-tier opponents? You know, I'm right. glad they brought Kevin Owens out of moth, mothballs and decided that all of a sudden he was talented again in Shinsuke, and they're going to build Cesaro. And then I hear the, the, the big I news. can't do Kevin Owens, man. I really can't. He He's like the – oh, he, he might be worse than Gargano, dude. Like, I can't with him. He, his attire is annoying. The way he looks is annoying. <laughs> the way he talks is annoying. And the fact that he does the stunner, I want to puke yeah, every time I see it. Not a fan of the stunner, no. It just, I, it, I, gross. I, we can move on. I can't, <laughs> I can, oh I, my God, I can't I, stand I, him. I didn't see him staying with the pop-up powerbomb for long, but the stunner, I don't, I will not, I don't understand the stunner. I don't understand how that became a thing, why that became a thing. I don't really – I'm starting to realize that I don't like guys who are supposed to be an athletic sport. And don't look athletic. And has – no. no. See, here's the thing that pisses me off. He's not too top-heavy and he's not too bottom-heavy. He's got a big-ass gut. <laughs> and that just kills my immersion. Like, I don't believe you can really go if you wanted to go. It's the same issue – I have with the guy in AEW who could talk his ass off, and I'm drawing a blank on his Eddie name Kingston. right now. Yes, Eddie I was Kingston. literally just told my boy the other day. I love this man. When he's on the yeah. mic, he no one right now in wrestling gets me more fucking hype for a match than that guy. Yeah. And then he puts his gear on. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? What is this? This is a catfish. Man. I, I was. I don't mind him when the gear is at least black, like when he just wrestled. Pop no, man, like, he, I don't care what color wore, it is. It looks disgusting. When he wore the Masawa, the the green and the silver on that pay per view, I was like, no, bro. Like Vader was a big guy. He had a gut, but he also had like floppy arms. But and he wrestled like a big. He was a big guy. Well, like big it didn't guy, throw yeah. me off. Yeah. Like, but these two, they're like not top heavy. They're not bottom heavy. They just got big ass guts, and it <laughs> drives me insane. <laughs> it's not fun to watch. It's really not. Like, no. try to do a crunch or something, man. Like, that shouldn't, they do. that shouldn't be a part of your gimmick to have a beer belly. Yeah, it they, just, they I don't do. know. Maybe they, it just bothers me. I don't know if it bothers anybody else, but it just drives me nuts looking at this. Definitely, two. you're not the only one that bothers, no. But they do do crunches, at least two or three on the checkout when they leave the store. They do at least two. Or they get a couple of Snickers bars as well. and, and they. Yeah, I know they're pounding <laughs> out, like, a case of beer every night. Like, well, I don't, I don't know things. if Kevin does. I know Eddie does. <laughs> I know Eddie won't. I've given it to him, that so I know he does. And smokes like eight packs of cigarettes. Although, I'll that, tell you what, the, that he his doesn't voice do is my favorite thing about yeah, him, man. That I can vouch that he doesn't do anymore. He used to be a heavy smoker. He's actually cut that out. But he's he, he used to be. He, he It sounds like he used to be a pack a day. A pack um, a, a minute. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but back in the day when I first met him, which was like 10 years ago, yeah, that motherfucker had cigarettes stashed everywhere. I've, he's bummed smokes off of so many people. It's ridiculous. But uh, I know for a fact, the last time I spoke to him, that was a big no-no. He cut that out for sure. But I know he drinks because I gave him his drinks. The last, right, right. the last time I saw him, I gave him drinks. So I know for a fact. He's been on this show, by the way, Eddie Kingston has. Uh, he he bombarded my microphone when I was interviewing uh Santana and Ortiz, 
That was a fun oh. episode. Uh, what? I don't remember that. You, you weren't on the show at the time. Episode 98. Yeah, but I listened to it. Yeah, episode 98. Uh, Santana and Ortiz were LAX at Impact. I interviewed them. and but I interviewed them at the Homicide. Wait, page. was that the... S- no, I'm thinking about someone else. Never mind. Anyway, we yeah. move on. Yeah, so I've had Eddie Kingston on the show. He's a good, he's a good buddy, man. And I can't nice. wait to, I can't wait to see him again because uh, he's got to be a whole new fucking guy right now. He's got to be excited as shit. I was upset with people at Impact for forever because they had him, and he was killing it. And for whatever reason, I I don't know. And I didn't bother to ask when I saw him because it's a tribute show. When I had seen him, it was a good atmosphere. You know, it's Homicide's 25th anniversary in the business, and everyone's brewing it up and everyone i was the only one really fucking up the party because everyone was drinking and having a good time and i'm over here with a microphone set interviewing two guys so if anybody was fucking up the vibe it was me but everybody had fun with it everybody was grabbing the mic i had a bunch of dudes on that podcast by accident just by Mm -hmm. being in the room dudes was grabbing the microphone and just jerking off to it i guess they're just saying a bunch of shit and i'm trying to i'm trying to have a a serious conversation with Santana and Ortiz, and here comes drunk Kingston. And like, hey, tell these fuckers. And I'm like, all right, Andrew Dice Clay, back up. <laughs> so, for those of you who are wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, you can hear drunk Eddie Kingston while I interview Santana and Ortiz, episode 98, by going to ajoum.podbean.com. Uh, but yes, we're going to get back to just talking smack for just a second, be- just to wrap up this, because uh, I think it's very important. I wanted to ask you. As a person who for a while there had kind of backed off the wrestling thing. And uh, when you watch these shows, can you tell? Because you used to watch back in the day. You've seen the product before it became what it is now. And now you're watching it now. Can you visibly, forget audio-wise, right? Can you visibly see how scripted this show really is now? Can you tell the difference when you watch these shows? Um, that's a little unfair because I've seen it through kid eyes, the other one. Whereas I'm watching, the, I'm, I watch it now with much different perspectives. So, yes, it does seem a little bit more scripted, but it's something that I don't acknowledge. So, no, if that makes sense, right? <laughs> like, I, I see it, but I ignore it. So, I don't really pay attention to it too much. Because hmm. it, dri- it drives me nuts. Now, I had a conversation on Facebook the other day with someone. They were like, I wish these people would just let them talk. You know, the way that we used to do before. Give them a few bullet points. Tell them how Well, some of got. the greats, some of the greats that we've seen talk going back towards the Attitude Era and so on, or wherever the great, the indies, wherever the greats were, you were in your teenage years, you're like older years, older teenage years when you were experiencing all that stuff. So I could definitely see how... It, it jumps out at you, and it probably drives you insane. Well, it also drives me, I, so I've been told. I think people people tell me all the time, I think it drives you even more insane because I can't do a script. I can't do a script. I've done TV. I've done pay-per-view where they're like, here, this is what we want you to do. I can physically do it, but it ain't right. got the flair that if you just let me fucking talk. That's right. my greatest asset. In the business myself as a performer, I can talk my ass off. I can talk everybody under the fucking table. And and if you sit there and you just go, here, you got two minutes or you got a minute and a half or, God forbid, you give me the benefit of three. Three is my mm-hmm. sweet spot. I will fucking murder anybody if you give me three. You give me 180 seconds and they're done. 
Right. And and they just go, here's the bullet points, blah, 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 blah. I'm in the middle of that now. I told you before, I'm I'm doing something with Global Syndicate Wrestling down in Jersey. We're going to be down there actually next week, uh, starting it off, doing some stuff. And everything that I've done for them so far that hasn't been released yet because they're waiting for the show to come to air it for Fight TV, everything I've done for them so far has been completely me. They've pitched right. nothing for me because I got booked based on my promo. So right. they're like, all right, he can talk. So what do you want to do with your with your guys? We're going to do this. And we're going to do that. And we're going to do this. And they go, oh, okay. They haven't booked any of my shit yet. Right. If I do well, uh, they'll probably never book my shit. <laughs> That's the plan. Stay out of my way. But it's the point right. of I love the, I love the aspect of being able to go in there and create. But what I was saying before on social media, somebody brought up a good point. And I, it's kind of hard for me to refute, so I, I'm just going to go with it. They said, well, if you, at this point, if you take away the scripts, can they do it? Do they have the kind of talent they can get in front of an audience with a microphone and in three minutes do the damn thing like they used to do back in the day? Because well, of, of course. Mm, of course I don't, they would. I don't know about yes, that. Yes, they could. I think they could. I don't Not know. everybody. That's Obviously, you will separate the boys from the men, but that's the same way it was before. I'll give you the – get somebody brought it up, and it's a perfect example. The best example, if you take away his scripts, he ain't as good. AJ Styles. That, that, that's the biggest okay. example. His promos were the shits before he came to the WWE, and he found his niche. Because they let him be a part of the process, but it's still a script. They'll talk to him and be like, hey, here's the deal. What would you say? He's okay, hilarious. Say I love when AJ's on the screen. Yeah. Oh, we be cracking up. Man, him gotten... and that big guy, dude, yeah. they're too funny, man. <laughs> they are too funny. Yeah, but, yeah, like I said, you can script for some, and there are. it's the yeah. same thing. There's no difference than before. You had your great talkers, and then you had your people who weren't so good. The only difference is, is that the people who were good talkers dominated the program. Right. Right? So, but now it's scripted so you can share the screen more because you don't have anyone too great. You don't have any, like, your your worst talker is still on par with some of the, like, mid-tier talkers just because they're writing it. And if it's consistent, it doesn't stand out. So they don't look that bad. But doesn't that water it down? No one that that means sure. No, no it one's makes it now. even. It makes it. It makes it. But every, if everyone's yeah. even, even then there's no one, no one who stands out. There's no specialness to it. It's like yeah, isn't that the whole problem with wrestling today? Y- yes. <laughs> yes, but that, that yeah okay, but that's a completely different question. Your yes, question it's, is it's, could it's, they do it? it takes and I say yes. I think it would be exactly the same as it was before. You would have your guys who are really good who get on the mic and say some shit like mankind, give you chills and get you really excited. And then you'll have those people who are absolutely garbage. The Bob who don't get screen time. People <laughs> who don't get screen time. It doesn't mean that they won't. Get wrestling time. You can still be a great wrestler and performer. There's tons. I do. I know you can give me a ten list right now of people who are absolute doo doo on a mic, but really good in the ring. Oh my it's, god! It yeah. would be the exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would. It would be the exact same thing that it was before, except for the fact that the product, in my opinion, will be a lot better if you let the people who could stand out. Stand, stand out, out. Yeah. but they have to control everything. That's what I'm saying. Why couldn't they just script the ones who can't and leave the ones who can alone? That's I'm pretty sure that's what they did before. And I, but you, the you, problem is, is that when you let people do what they want to do, 
they can't be trusted. Yeah. So if you can't trust them, because you got hotheads like Kevin Owens who will tell you straight to your face, this is what I'm going to do, and I don't care, because no. I'm the shit, and I've been doing this. He'll tell you his accolades straight to your face if you give him enough time. So you have people like that that you can't trust to stay within a specific realm because they want to be edgy. So you got to lock everybody down because they're trying to go after a specific demographic and you can't offend anybody. So they got to control That's everything. That's the other part. I think I think they're afraid that someone's going to go out there. That's and just, dude. What a listen, retard. They're like, oh, no, we got to get him off of television right now. Is that New Jack? What is that sound? Was that an ambulance? <laughs> New Jack is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, no, I was just playing some old school themes. Oh, you about to get no, I wasn't. copyright. I really straight. wasn't. Somebody's, somebody's out there hurting right so now. He's, I'm just playing some music. No, someone's in trouble, though. And I, I someone's in well. pain. Like, someone is, is in pain. They're on the way to the hospital. That's why right I thought that was uh, that song. That <laughs> I thought New Jack was coming with the garbage can and the, and the what's-its. I got to get him on the show. Let me hit his. So ass who up. who would you think would be the if go if if it went back to the way it was before with it not being scripted at all? Mm -hmm. Who would be your top three? Okay, let me. Who would be your top three promo guys? And are they would they be like? Um, would they also be at the top of the the list as far as like going for the belts and stuff like that? Because back in the day, you had the Stone Cold, you had the Mankind, yeah. you had the Undertaker, you had the Rock, and these are all world champion contenders. Are you talking about just WWE? Like performer, like if I had to pick three. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? WWE. We're talking. Okay, we'll stay in the. WWE. Oh, so wait, you mean scripting like across the board? You don't just mean no, no, WWE. No, no, I, no, meant... no. I, I, I was referring to the WWE, right? Okay, so okay. We'll stick so to the WWE. The goal so now. I'm not moving the goalposts. I asked you if I could move the goalposts. You said no. <laughs> but... <laughs> I asked permission yeah. to move the goalposts. I didn't do it yet. I was no, we're talking WWE. First guy that comes if to mind your is your best talkers. Yeah would be in the run for the belt like I'm it used to, to be back in the day. Like it always used to be your yeah. best talkers for the most part were high-end contenders. First guy that comes to mind is Adam Cole, and he would be. Because he's rocking the scripts, and I've seen him without scripts. And I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. even with with scripts, he's dope. Without him, right. forget it. He's on another level. Daniel Bryan comes to mind. Stop giving him scripts. I I think at this point he's comfortable enough to just fucking do it. Why I see Daniel Bryan now as the guy, and correct me if I'm wrong because I I really don't know his career that much. But I really starting to see him as the guy that is like uh, the veteran who's get trying to get people over. Well, I'll take it a step further. He's now on the booking team. He's now on the creative team. I keep saying. Oh, okay, like they so have then one. what I'm seeing is, is yeah. So right he's then. been doing a lot of jobs recently because he's trying. And he does his a good best. job. He yes, does a because great he job gets, at it. He understands what a rub is. Remember, we talked about this on the show. What a rub is. It's not just getting in the ring with him. It's giving the giving the illusion that this guy is on the same level as me. Right, right, he right. should be a star. It's we, crazy because how that has to work too is that you have to be at a level in superstardom where it doesn't matter how many times you really lose, right. or if you end up losing uh, a feud, if you use if you lose it, your stardom doesn't take a hit, but it impacts the other person. Right. 
and that's what I'm getting from him, Daniel right? Like Bryan, it doesn't matter yeah. how many times he loses, it's like, yo, that's Daniel Bryan. And I don't even yeah. know his career like that. Daniel so that Bryan's bulletproof because his gimmick fits the losing. He's a sportsman. That's right. that's the gimmick. The gimmick is is he's the ultimate underdog. He's a small guy, but he's fiery, he's quick, he's tough, he could take a beating, he fires up real good, gets the right. audience in it. So if he if that guy was to lose, it's almost expected, right? He's supposed to lose. He's small and he always gets his ass kicked. He just had a barn burner with Cesaro this past SmackDown. They're comparing it to the Ring of Honor days. That's how good it was. Right. And but he lost. And that's the point. Because when that match is over, they go, oh, Daniel Bryan lost. Yeah, but did you fucking see Cesaro? And that's, right. the, and that's the point. I mm-hmm. think he knows the writing is on the wall. He got lucky. He was able to come back from the, the, the head injury and get squeeze some more juice out of that orange. But even he knows he's got to start preparing for the end here. And what better way to do that than to prove yourself on the lower. He's on the lower end of the creative team, I'm sure, because he's new. But if he has as big a hand as we think he has, based on who's been used recently and how some of these stories have panned out, uh, he's going to be around for a while, and I think we need him. Out of the ring, I should say. I mean, we've seen, listen, Mm -hmm. we've seen him do everything he's going to do in the ring. Hey, man, if it keeps him happy and he's still in the business and he gets to back off on his own accord and it keeps him safe and healthy so he can be there for his family while also giving him that needle in his arm that he needs to be okay... Then fuck it, man. Let it ride. Let it ride. Yeah, I'm good. He's doing great. I got no complaints with Daniel Bryan at all. Who also had a fantastic promo with Paul bringing it back to smack, talking smack. Right. Because Daniel Bryan's talking about being in the Rumble and all that stuff. And, I, you know, if I win the Rumble and I get the WrestleMania and I end up facing Roman Reigns, I'm the guy that's going to take it from him. And, Paul, you've seen right. me work. You know I can take it from him. <laughs> right, right, right. And it goes back to that credibility you talked about earlier. He, he, Yeah, he's lost the last two weeks, but he's still the same guy who held up both belts at WrestleMania 30, Yeslemania, who came back mm-hmm. from the next injury. He's got house money. He knows it. Right. So that's what's so great about it. See, this is using an old guy in in, in the positive manner because Paul doesn't really seem like an old guy when you think about it. He is. He's been I around told for you, no, it's different. <laughs> you're, what you're referring to is different, man. I'm telling you, Paul will be immortal. He for what he does and how well he does it. You don't see him different because of his age. He doesn't look washed. You look at him and like, oh, that gentleman looks pretty old. And he starts talking like, holy fuck. Like, this guy has got me hooked. Yeah. Everything, I'm hung on every word that he's saying. Like, what? what is, what's going to happen next? Like, tell me. I need to know. <laughs> Do it. Tell me. And I love the fact that he's taking more of a backseat role with Roman. He was very forefront with Brock. I'm telling you, man, he was a just-in-case. It was one of those, look, this guy's going to work whether we like it or not. So what <laughs> we're going to do is we're going to give him one more shot, and if he can't hang, we're, you're going to step up, and you're going to make him look good just like you do everybody else, and he's still going to be our champion. We are committed to this guy. And then Roman start, is starting to do his thing, so he gets to get, still get paid. And he's there whenever you need him. Look, he's so he's so laid back now with his current job that he's over here doing other things, side jobs, like talking smack. <laughs> I don't have enough shit to do. I need to go over here and bullshit with all this other talent. <laughs> See right. what the fuck's going on. Oh, yeah. man. There you go. 
So talking smack, you guys should check it out. I I, I don't watch a lot of sideshows, the the side stuff they do, and even on the network they have like these little shows where it's like practical. So is it supposed to be like a, a shoot? Or, like, are they just going back and forth? Worked shoot. That's Paul's forte. It's in there. It's within. Paul's promos are always right at the fucking border. It's, like, right there. where He knows how to tiptoe that line. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he does. Always mm-hmm. has. Always has. Cornette actually gave him credit. Uh, and that's 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 hard praise. But he, he told he said this, several stories where he's just like, Paul, what is it? He says, you you. Paul's a genius, but you can't believe what comes out of his mouth, even if his tongue was notarized. You know, it doesn't matter. He's gonna t- everything Paul says to you is with a hundred percent legitimate emotion, and right. he could be telling the absolute truth. He could be lying, bull face, right to your fucking eyes, and you can't tell because he's can't mastered tell, yeah. it. He's just—he's the ultimate worker. He will tell you to your face. He will fire a guy. And then when the friend comes over, he goes, did you fire that guy? I swear to you, I had nothing to do with that. And you're like, what? And you believe it. And you're like, okay, I guess. And they're like, no, nigga, he fired that dude right through his fucking face. He had a banner put up. There was pyro. He made a deal of it. There was a post. It was all kinds of shit. No, he fired him. I don't know. He told me he didn't fire him. I kind of believe him. I was like, all right, buddy. Because it's Paul Heyman. Yeah. It's Paul Heyman. That's it. Uh, switch gears real quick to NXT. This is gonna be fucking fast, but I just wanted to bring it up because I brought up half of this. I might as well bring up the second half. Did you see this picture I sent you? The NXT. I got it all. I'm, uh, women's is the the women's you want to go over. <laughs> the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I have a question. Yuck. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. Why? Just forget the whole, well, the men have one, so why not? I'm asking why for both. Why do we have a men's one? Why do we have a Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic? They are aware Dusty was not in a tag team toward the end of his career, right? I mean, you know, he started in one, but he he was not. And I know he started tag team tournaments in the past but a lot of promoters did this wasn't something new there was nothing tag team about dusty Rhodes, and i've been talking about this for years the first one that they had wasn't even won by a fucking tag team finn balor and samoa joe were not a team so i don't know what the hell and uh this is running for a few years now we've got makeshift uh tournament brackets which we went over last week so this week i felt if we were going to really do this car crash correctly we had to go over the women's one as well because we're in the same position that we were when this whole thing started. None of these teams are teams, except for one. And I hope that's the one that goes all the way. Okay, that's the team that They're should better. win this. Uh, they threw Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell together because they are the way. With Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory, what way can you win? Only the Gargano way, except for every time because the Garganos always lose. But there, and they will lose here. Uh, I don't. That is the. And you know what? I'm so confident. I'm gonna call it here. I'm so confident that they will lose because that's what the Garganos do. They lose every single time, and they they get over so well when they lose. But the way Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell 
have Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade in the first round. And Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade, if you are not familiar with those names, that's good. No one's familiar with those names because they're brand fucking new. They just got them last week, and they're already in this godforsaken tournament. Gigi Dolan is Priscilla Kelly from the Indies, and Cora Jade is Elena Black from the Indies. Uh, Priscilla, I don't know much about Elena Black, but I will never, ever, 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 ever forget Priscilla Kelly's name. I will never forget it. Because she had one of the most infamous <laughs> independent wrestling moments of all time. And I would share mm-hmm. it with you, but I think you would throw up on all of your equipment if I told you what it was. No? no? Okay. <laughs> well, let's tell no the story way. then. Does she eat poop? No, not poop. We're going to get grosser. But she ate something. Well, she didn't eat anything. She force-fed something into another woman's mouth. Oh, uh, and it came from And it came from the front, yes. Yeah, you say about dude, come on. And it was used, and it went into this woman's mouth. And I know people are going to say, AJ, it wasn't a real tampon. I mean, it wasn't real menstruation blood. It was gimmicked. I get it. Imagery. But the the imagery, exactly. The imagery Imagery. is still there. And I saw a grown woman take a (laughs) menstruated covered tampon and shove it into the mouth of another woman. And it just made me think, what was the the conversation? That's Tuesday afternoon. What was the conversation? Like, who pitched that? See? Did she no, say, no, nobody pitched that, and that's what you get when you don't script everything, all right? <laughs> that bullshit, because if no one told me a tampon was coming, and I don't know that it's gimmicked, that bitch is getting punched in the toe-watt, okay? You are not fucking... <laughs> I see that thing? I'm telling you. you I'll be like, yo, I swear to God, that shit better be ketchup uh, or Kool-Aid, I'm not, or we really fighting no, right I'm, now. We're not even going to get to that. You, if you did not tell me beforehand <laughs> that you were going to reach into the front of your tights and pull out a tampon. Oh, wait, she like pulled it out? Yeah, she, that shit was like mid-absorbing? She, she, and she threw her into something she's selling. She goes to the front of her tights, right? And she pulls it forward, right? And she goes in with the other hand, and she fucking... And she go, she tries to give the impression, because it wasn't obviously all the way down there. But she gives the impression obviously. like she's really digging... Like she's tugging away at it, right? And then out comes this fucking red tampon. And the whole yeah. place went up in crazy reaction. I heard two people threw up no lie. They threw up for real. And that was it. and that was when she took it out. They were, like, <laughs> they were like, oh my God, why would she do that mid-match? And then she walks over and she grabs the other girl by the fucking mouth. And she's oh. like, oh, exactly. Just fucking describing it. I'm like, you bitch. Anyway, she's in NXT now. Oh my so, god! So everybody walked up there. I swear she to god, never did it. She she did She never apologized for it, right? Which there's no need to. I mean, it's gross, but whatever, right? Everyone does gross shit. And but she never did it again. It was I don't know what it was for that exact moment. I don't know, just shock. Whatever the fuck. Maybe she man. wanted that to be her finisher, and they kept telling her no. <laughs> so she was like, "Listen, I'm, let me show you how this shit would go off." Yeah, let like, me just would love try this. it and see. How and now this everybody's goes. in the fucking stands throwing up on each other like oh, Family Guy in the Epic Hack episode. I don't. <laughs> the Epic Hack episode. I love that one. 
What was it covering? They were pull, holding Brian's ears back while he threw up. Yeah, he threw uh, up. And they threw up on him. And uh, then uh, threw the up whole, because of it. The whole room. Like, Who wants pie? And then it's classic, like, classic scene. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. So, Gigi, <laughs> that she will be known going forward. Gigi Dolan uh, and Cora Jade. What do you make of these names? People were like, oh, my God, she's already buried. What the hell is a Gigi? Are we still on this kick that these names fucking matter a lick? I mean, but people are complaining. Uh, yeah. Let's move past that. I don't even want to entertain that. That's yeah, fucking retar- like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about someone's validity name. because her name is Gigi. That's a cute name. Let's move on. These are the same not, people. Uh, like people are just coming yeah. up with anything to fucking complain. This is these are the same people that said that because Keith Lee now wears a shirt, he can't be taken seriously. Was was you a part of that conversation? Yeah. No, no, no. That's perfect. Listen, I'm with it. Let's go find him. And you say that to his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Then why well, are they making him wear a shirt? He's, he's not, he can't be a world champion in a shirt. It can't be done. Oh my God. Oh, when they changed his music, they're like, oh my God, his music is different. He can't be a world champion like that. Dude, Keith Lee's like, Bro, fucking amazing. Phenomenal. Dude. <laughs> that's what I'm dude, saying. When you're that special. He's a monster. Like, really? He may not be the best person in the world on the mic, but he does a good job. Oh, like, I hate him on the he mic. He doesn't. I know. I, I, I knew you would. Him. But for someone who obviously may not be the greatest talker, he right. does a good job at controlling himself, yeah. trying not to talk too fast. I'd rather you talk slower and precise than trying to keep up with someone, talk fast, and sound like a fucking idiot. That's my point. Fair. Like he's but, not the best talker, but he knows yeah. how to do it where he can get his message across. And because he's such a big guy, it's okay that he talks slow. So I get it. He's not he's not a high-end talker, but he does a good job. Is and him eloquent. in the ring yeah. is and I love the Dragon Ball Z reference. I love oh God, Spirit Bomb. Yes. Uh, oh, he actually dude. wore he wore the uh the Brody outfit. Uh what paper oh. was that? He wore the Brody outfit for a pay-per-view. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, he's a, I he's love a big DMZ guy. But he's I, right up there with one of my number ones. He speaks eloquently right now. and he's got a nice pace to his promos. He doesn't right. have any, but he doesn't have any fucking feeling in it. But he's one he's of those a, guys that would scripting guy. him would oh. be perfectly fine. I don't know about that. Would he would he be better without it? Would he fire up more if he did? You can't kill him and say he's not good at talking and then say that he would might be good if you just let him talk. How could I not? If he's if this is the way that he sounds with a script, right? Uh, it, it, the problem that I have with his promos is emotion. You know if he's why sacrificing you're saying that? Because you're thinking of it as like you. You're thinking it as if if you were the one to have to read a script, you would come off that way because it would be hard for you to deliver. Right, it. but how do you know he's not like me? What if he's sacrificing emotion for memorization? You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. That's that's it right there. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. He's not firing up because he's got to memorize his bullshit. He doesn't want to fire up and lose control. But do and we lose know? His him? I mean, I'm sure that he didn't just pop up in the WWE. Do we know him to I've be able to talk? I've seen some promos in the past where he sounded just like he sounded in the ring. But then I've seen promos where he has fired. He fired up in NXT when he built up that promo against uh, Cross before he left. When he got hit with the fireball and he was mad as shit. He cut that crazy. Angry ass, mad as shit promo. It's there, right? He just doesn't. He just that's not his. Yeah, well, who knows? That's not his normal setting, is what it is, and that's my problem. You maybe have, they want. Maybe Keith they want him pissed, to slow you gotta it get down. him there. 
What happened? Yeah, maybe they want him to slow it down because he's supposed uh, to be this big guy. He sounds like a f- he, he sounds like Professor Hulk. Like he's big, but he's eloquent. It's the most is ridiculous. Yeah, well, say again. Say it to his face. I would. Say it to his <laughs> I would not. Face. Hey, sir, you do a phenomenal job on the <laughs> mic, sir. I love that you're t-shirt, a, sir. Keep up the good job, sir. <laughs> I love that t-shirt, and I don't care what anybody says. Your skirt is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Love it. Love let's, the colors. Let's Get finish. thinking about getting one myself. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going to move on here. Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, which uh, are not a team and will forever be known now as Team Botch. And I will never forget someone called Shotzi Blackheart Shitsy Blackshart. So from now on, <laughs> that's what I will be referring to as. That's not mine. It fits perfectly. I, I did not make that one up. I read that one somewhere. She is one of those people where I don't shitsy. understand where it's coming from. I don't like, get it. Why? Who was she before NXT that she made was her Shotzi so good? Blackheart? They didn't change her name. They didn't change her gimmick. Even the fucking tank was. Oh, the so same. she was this corny this is what outside she was. of WWE. Yep. yep. This is not a WWE creation. What do they love about her? Who's she related to? No fucking clue. I do not get it. It, it pisses me off. She is garbage. She's super she's cringe. Not good at anything. She can. And Ember talk. Moon she looks like she work. just gave up. Ember Moon, I think, is a little is being apprehensive at this point because she's torn everything in her fucking body. She's got nothing left. She's what. Early 30s, maybe late 20s. She's, she's another one she's of not... those people that just don't. She looks like she has a wrestling style as if she's supposed to be athletic, but she just doesn't look athletic. Yeah, and it she kills does it for me. She does cool shit. She just doesn't look like she can do cool shit. If you saw her exactly. on the street, you'd be like, you're not a wrestler. Right. And I'm looking at an image right now of the way that I remember seeing her before. I haven't seen her in a long time. And she looks phenomenal. She's in great shape. And then I see her now and it's like, did something happen? Did she get she, she was injured out for a and year. like she was, been gone she just for a was year. depressed or something? Well, or? she was gone for a year. She, could, oh, she okay. couldn't work out. She had multiple fucking injuries. She's been oh. she, they, they, the joke. She's the billion dollar man because okay, well, that we can sense. rebuild her. <laughs> That makes sense. Because I remember her being up, so an like, animal. Yeah, man. well, she's on the come up from all that stuff. So she's got to get her confidence back is all right. that, that is. She hasn't been in the ring for a while, and it shows. She got to hit the gym, man. Yeah, she got she's, that belly, though. It's um, it's like, ugh. Marina anyway. Schaefer, which I'm surprised by this. So Marina Schaefer and Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark is another new signee. From the Indies, Lacey Ryan, who I have no memory of. I have no idea. But uh, Marina Schaefer was paired up for a long time with Jesse Kamea, who's on the other side. They were a part of the group with Shayna Baszler for forever. When Shayna Baszler got called up, these two fucking disappeared. Now, I get it. They are greener than the money in my wallet right now. Greener than goose shit, as they say in the in the industry. Uh, but they've been around for a while and Marina Schaefer misses Roderick Strong, so I know they're going to be around for a minute. But the pairing, I thought these two at some point would be paired together. They're not. Uh, Marina's being paired with Zoe Stark, and on the other side, Jesse's being uh, paired with Aaliyah, which now shows me that they've not only split them up, but apparently I guess Marina's going to be a babyface because that's where Zoe is, and Aaliyah is a heel. So that's going to put Jesse in the heel category, which is where she was, but... 
Uh, that confused me. I was like, okay, so they're separate. They're going to do their own things now. They're going to repackage those two. That's cool. I can't wait to see how that goes. On the other side of the brackets, I already named one, which was Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. I'll discuss their opponents last. Uh, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. <sighs> okay, this match has already happened, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody. This was... A massive fuck-up, in my opinion. Mercedes Martinez, basically one of the greatest women's wrestlers in the history of women's wrestling, period, bar none. I'll put her against anybody. Uh, Tony Storm, right up there in that One caliber. of the thickest white girls oh, Vanilla in Cake. Um, wrestling history. Vanilla Cake, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Tony Storm. Uh, I can watch to her. To this day, she is the image on my uh, Discord channel. There you go. She, Tony first. The first day I saw her, I found one that I liked real nice, and she is the icon on my Discord <laughs> server. Jesus. Vanilla Cake, Tony Storm. Uh, they lost in the first round. Oh, spoiler uh, alert. Supposed to be the dream team. I said it already happened. This happened last week, so it gave you guys a long Plenty time. Plenty of time. <laughs> Plenty Ample of time. time. Ample time to get into that. Uh, that's the only match that's taken place, that has taken place so far. They have two more coming up, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, that was the dream team. When they got paired up, I knew they were first-round knockouts because there's no sense in those two being a team. It doesn't make any sense at all. They just took their two best stars and said, fuck it, let's just throw them in there and see what happens. I knew they were going to use that because, like you said earlier about being bulletproof, these two taking a tag team loss means nothing. It will not affect their characters or their 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 perception at all. So I was like, oh, here's an opportunity to get some teams over. And then they got their mm -hmm. opponents, Casey Contenzaro and Caden Carter. Caden Carter, the NCAA women's basketball superstar turned pro wrestler, uh, who actually is pretty nasty. I've seen her on the indies, and uh, she's been with NXT now for about a year. So right. has Casey, the former American Ninja winner, uh, super athletic, Ricochet's lady. Uh, they had the big matchup here. Two tiny, small, frail individuals against two brick house, grown-ass women. And uh, the toddler party walked away with the win here. Now, the only Push. reason... Right. And I got no problem with that, right? Because they're athletic as shit, and I kind of want to see them more on my TV to see how far this goes. I have one issue. This is the only reason why I'm mentioning the results for this matchup. Did you see the finish? No. Okay. Casey, who is the American Ninja Warrior chick, right? She won the match. She beat Tony, obviously, because you're not going to beat Mercedes. She's an unstoppable force. But right. Casey debuted a brand new finish. This was, I haven't even seen the match. Not at the time. Or I've seen it since, but I didn't see the match when I got a clip of the finish. Someone sent it to me. Actually, two people sent it to me, now that I think about it. Because one asked me, what the fuck is this? And then the other one asked me, hey, look at this shit. As in, like, he thought it was cool. But the first one right. was like, what the fuck is that? And I guess because I'm a commentator and I've been doing this for a while, let me see if I can, let me see if I can makeshift a call for you, my friend, and I'll take a look at this. I'll take a look at it. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what the fuck it was supposed to be. I don't know what she was going for, but the best that I can describe it. Do you know what a Phoenix Down Splash is? It sounds familiar. Phoenix Down Splash. You stand on the top rope with your back facing the opponent. 
Right. You jump, there's a spin, there's a flip, and you land in a splash. That's a... that's basically a, a Phoenix Down splash. Do you know what a whoopee cushion is? <laughs> <laughs> whoopee cushion is the finisher Doink used to use back in the okay, day. Okay, okay, okay. She botched that, right? Okay, wait, that's wait. not how that's supposed to go because I just saw it. Oh, you just saw it. Okay. Yes. I was actually in the process of looking for you, but yes. No, no. I she, got it. Yes. And I saw it. It's and a that Phoenix. looked like a bot. Okay. So here's what. <laughs> Here's what I responded to. Because she came off yes. the top clean it as hell. It looked dope in the beginning, and then it just got away First from of her. all, God bless her body for being such a small woman. She yeah. kind of got some cakes for a little girl. Little for, for, little look, that's not a way weird. For yeah, such no. a tiny girl. You're not a queen. But yeah, right. that looked like a box. <laughs> it looked so good in the beginning. It looked like she was about to murder this chick with the craziest splash of all time. And then her arms just went up like she gave up. <laughs> like I got dizzy. She got she, she got, got dizzy. dizzy. <laughs> and so she got dizzy and So I was I told I told my friend, I said, uh I, I, I the best I can call this is a Phoenix down whoopee cushion. Because she just Phoenix she did down. all that and then she just sat on her. A Phoenix whoopee cushion. A Phoenix down whoopee cushion is all that it was. I need to see it now myself. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna turn this off. Before she, yeah, right. she botched that. She, yes. I'm, I'm almost certain she's supposed to land on her stomach, <laughs> but she lost herself she... and just completely lost where she was and landed right on her back. I don't want her, people to think ass. that we're ripping her for fucking up. I give her so much credit. For, for attempting that, that shit, shit. is gnarly. Yeah, she... for trying that shit. Because I was like, what the fucker? It when was she clean. Started... She was spinning like crazy. But I honestly think she just lost herself. She just, wait, I got it right here in front of me. Let me see if I can get a live reaction again. No, she came yeah. off great spin. And then it just went, whoo Look at that. There it is. Her arms just, she looks like, uh, I told when when the roller coaster drops and your arms go up. It you know what it is? I think perfect. she did oh. I think she did her flip too fast. I don't think she's supposed to do two flips. Yeah, I think she was supposed to do was one just, and yeah. I think she just did it too fast. When she nailed, when she gets this down, it's going to look sick. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah, it's going to that spin when she first launches off the turn the top rope. It looks so crispy. It's just that And leg. you can tell by the way she stands up. It's like her she's that she's hesitating. She's yeah. not just going for it. Meaning she just really started trying that, and she was just right. like, "Fuck it." Oh, now, if she would have landed. That would have been clean. Fact as fuck. That, the fact that um, I'm gonna give a tip to the audience right now because I'm looking now. I'm looking at Casey. I never really looked at Tony, and I'm noticing now Tony's on her belly, which right. normally means that when she's on her belly, that's that's supposed to be back to back contact. So now that I'm looking at that, I'm going to replay the clip again because that's something I didn't catch the first time. So there's okay. the spin. Okay, now that I see her land the way that she did, I think she was supposed to land on her butt. I think she was supposed to land on her butt in front of Tony, not on Tony. So she was short. Like a, like a senton. I don't know, I'm not short. I think she was over. I think she over. was over. No, 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 right. Yeah, I yeah, just watched she, it. She was yeah. oh, oh man, if she was down a smidge, that would have been if perfect. Tony Storm I don't know been, though. That looked like that shit would have hurt the fuck out of her. That would have been a weird if, landing. It, no, not if she's landing in the centon because Tony eats that. That's why it's her back. And right. It would be she would be landing her butt on the ring, but not full force. The impact hits the top of her back. Uh, maybe like a bump. maybe Tony was a lot closer than she thought. I she think was yeah. Be. I think Tony was a either Tony because she was is a, super close. If it's new to her. 
meaning she's just trying it out. I mean, not trying it out, excuse me. She's only been trying it out for a little while, that it makes sense that the timing would be off because uh, Tony is has been doing this for a while. So if she thought she was too close, she would have moved. I think Casey miscalculated where she was. I think because okay. when you practice, a so move, you're giving you're giving Tony the veteran card. Like I'm she gonna, was supposed to be where she was, she would have she would she would have positioned yourself right. Because I don't, okay. I don't, I think she tried to give Casey that moment to shine. I think the only reason why she's doing that move or taking that move is so that Casey could look good. So there's no right. sense in fucking her over because then it's right. what's the point? So I right, think right. I think Tony was trying to do the right thing here. I just think because when you practice a move like that. You practice on a crash mat, and the crash mat's big, so you're not right. worried about where you're landing so much as oh, how you're they landing. played that shit in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I think that she was, was supposed so to. We'll see it. Again. I may be wrong when they play it back, and she finally hits it the way she wants to. It may right. it may be a, a splash, but it looked like she was trying to hit back to back. Her right. back. To Either Tony's way, back. the timing was just a not It's timing, just a little off. Yeah, I'm not it's just a little off, She's But got, that shit was clean though. That shit was like that it. takeoff was crispy. I was like, that shit I was like beautiful. It. Spin. She did all that goofy shit. I was like, yes. Something apparently uh coming off the top rope can be sexually transmitted because she got that shit. That was a ricochet move. And I was like, there it is. I'm like, that looked like a She's like, I'm real movie. nervous. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this move. Yeah. I'll say, well, first lay down, of all. Lay down a second. Yeah, I got you. First of all, let's have sex. And then after <laughs> sex, we'll do the move. And then after the move, we'll have sex I'm again. I'm going to inject myself into yes. you and I'll do the move If for you, you really want to hit this move, you need to have me in you. And then we'll figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So they, they, uh, that move looks fantastic. When she finally gets it. That's going to be fucking great. I don't know how often they're going to let her do it. Because remember, folks, she's about 87 pounds. So coming up the top rope in a, in a regular, everyday fashion is not going to be good. They, Thankfully for Casey, Alexa Bliss wrote the book on tiny women's wrestling. They, Her moveset and her ability in the ring is tailor-made for a little child girl. Or at least a grown woman with a little child girl body. Alexa Bliss has the perfect setup. That I mean, she comes off the top rope too, but not a whole lot. And it's for certain occasions with that with, with that little side splash she does. But for the most part, strikes, kicks, very few bumps. That's how you keep your bones in place. If she if she goes out there and tries the strong style women, it's not going to work. Casey gets in there with a Tony Storm one on one in a real fight, and she's going to get the shit kicked out of her in a big big way. Right. The women are in the same position the men are. You know, it's not believable when the little guy gets in there and starts throwing bows like that. But coming off the top rope like that, she did. That's pretty dope. Right. I'm saving my best for last here because this is the team. Uh, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea are going to compete against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. This is Dude. your winner of the tag team, Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Can we take a time out here for a second? Because I need to fucking say something. Take a pause for the cause. Go for no, it. No, no. Dude, listen. Can we talk about this amazing specimen that is Raquel? This woman <laughs> is I'm when I saw her at first, I'm like, all right, she's she's that's a, that's a big girl. She's she's big. Mm -hmm. And then I started watching her a little bit. 
dude, this woman is gorgeous. Oh, okay. oh my god, this Amazon right. is just holy crap. Now, to be fair, when she's in the ring, and this is why I didn't really, I couldn't tell. In the ring, her ring makeup and shit, it's really aggressive. And it yep. doesn't really do her bone structure or face like <laughs> a lot of justice. Her it doesn't. It really doesn't. But, dude, the promo that they shot when her and the, I forget the other girl's name. She's Rhea like Ripley. A champ. The actual, Rhea Ripley. The actual star. When they ran that promo and she had no makeup on. She's got to be one of the most gorgeous women that I've ever seen. And then I started looking up pictures of her. And, yeah, for people who don't like muscular women, I guess she could be Guilty. a little bit of a turnoff. <laughs> but when she's done with whatever her career is, that muscle goes away. And she'll get her feminine body back, depending on if she decides to keep working out or not. But this woman, well, she's her tall, face, too. she is Gorgeous. <laughs> you are oh, the first person to tell me. I'm, oh my God, she's beautiful. I, uh, I just love looking at her. All right, we could go back to I just had to say What about Jesus. Dakota Kai? I guess that's not that doesn't do it for you. She's she not, is not enough woman for Dakota Kai. <laughs> she is beautiful, man. Fucking Christ. You are the first person I have ever heard say that about Raquel. Dude, like I get, I get oh, the whole man. muscular thing. Like that's yeah, not really I'm my thing strong. either. But I've tall. seen, I've seen bodybuilders, girls who are absolutely just super pretty in the face, but obviously they're just jacked. And then I've seen them on off season, so I understand that. Yes, she's super muscular right now, but and whenever she decides to whatever, like stop working out or stop being as hardcore wrestling or maybe have a family or something like that. I know what's behind that, and her fi just her face is so pretty. She's so gorgeous, man. Without makeup, I I just love women that really don't wear a lot of makeup and or no makeup at all, and just just gorgeous. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to get that out in the universe. All right, good take, enough. So we can take, move on take, to the rest of take, this trash. Take that for what? No, that's the end of the fucking bracket. That's right. We're, 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 ending, <laughs> we we're ending with this. This was it. This was the moment. You see, Ooh, that's and you a got gorgeous Amazon there. man. Holy! So crap. aside from your uh, infatuation, oh. I mean, this is still the only team here. There's eight brackets, it. and it's the only team. These these two have been together for over a year now. And everybody else is literally just showing up to the party. So, I mean, it would only be, I don't want to say fair is the right word, but it would make sense that this is the team. I can see this team, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, beating. Because remember, uh, if Dakota and Raquel beat this team, and they will, they now get Casey and Caden in the next round. So her and Bailey are like, what, twin sisters or something? Who that? Dakota Kai? Yeah. And Bailey? Dude, they look almost they have, fucking identical, dude. Bailey's from California and Dakota's from fucking Australia. So no, dude, not they are doppelgangers, and it's fucking <laughs> weird. Well, not true because Bailey has got a badonka donk, baby. Yeah, Bailey is Dakota. definitely a definitely stacked. This she's super tiny, man. I don't Dakota. Yeah, I don't with, like with it. She went in there. Too. I saw her a few times go in there. I'm like, yeah, she's it's not below. It's like she's a one of the better workers they got. Like as far mm -hmm. as like uh, getting to talent over as well as yourself type deal, where like right. they take the bumps and 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 is able to work with younger talent and 
help them figure that shit out. I can see because of Raquel's size, uh, look for Raquel to really shine against Casey and Caden, because all of Casey and Caden's bullshit is going to be on Dakota. You know Dakota's going to get that heat, and Raquel's is going to come in and just fucking maul everybody. I kind of actually foresee. Oh, I can't believe I'm even going to say this, but that uh, I believe it though. Shitsy Black Shark and Ember Moon getting to the finals against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Because, you know, one side heel, one side baby. I can see that being the final. I don't know if they'd give it to, uh, let me see, Shotzi Blackshart and Ember Moon. Shitsy Blackshart. Shitsy Blackshart. Shitsy. Shitsy Blackshart. Shitsy Blackshart. Moon. Let me see. So Blackshart Moon. How would you, what would you name this team? Shitsy Moonshart. Moonshart. Moonshark is going to the finals. We, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Dakota Kai and her amazingly, beautifully talented friend Raquel Gonzalez will oh beat the God. team of Moonshark. You can refer to her as the goddess. The goddess and her, the goddess and her little buddy will beat. <laughs> and her little and buddy. Her little, will, buddy will, her little sidekick. Yes. <laughs> the goddess and her buddy will defeat Moonshark in the finals. Of the NXT Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, you heard it here first, folks. That's that is it. that is the prediction moving forward. Oh uh, let's get into our main event topic here because we, I, I made time for this bitch. Uh, first of all, before we get into it, actually, let me sidetrack for just a second. Uh, next week, next week, let's get that out of the way early before we get into this shit because I'm about to get hot. Uh, next week, Saturday the thirtieth. Mm -hmm. uh i will be in new jersey so i guess we're going live to 29 <laughs> uh actually holy shit this is a problem i'm just realizing now i've got the no 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 we'll go live to 29th friday friday the 29th there you go because i am going to be in new jersey uh at a wrestling show i'm back on the road i'm on the road on the 30th so the 29th we're going live for the Royal for the Royal Rumble, uh, there is much to discuss about that pay per view. Not just uh, obviously the upcoming one, but some of the ones in the past. I was actually thinking of doing something uh, uh -huh. for the Rumble, very similar to what we did with the Taker bracket. We're gonna have to talk about that uh, to uh, really engage our audience. They love the Taker bracket. Did they? What people. was the response to that? I don't get to see any responses to, to anything. So it's, I don't. If you don't tell me, I don't. Because either. for because for me to do that, I'd have to go perusing around the website, and I ain't got the time for that. I used to, when I first started this podcast, bro. I lived on the Podbean website. I was there every week. Ooh, look at this. Ooh, look at that. Well, then how uh, do you know they love it? Uh, because I get messages and comments oh, and people okay, well, are like, yo, what was that taker shit you did? Ace Andrews was like, I loved your taker talk. I'm like, oh, there you go. The people, the people, they love the show. The people, they love the Undertaker bracket. Uh, and then I just clipped it onto YouTube. I'm going to be sharing that out sometime this upcoming weekend because I know people wanted to hear. Uh, there were some people who missed it who were still telling me, they're like, I never got a chance to listen to it. So instead of right. uh, sending them to the website like some sort of a shill, I was like, here, it's on YouTube now. And you That's can, it, man. You That's can see what you my new do. intro. My new intro and outro on this video. It's one hour, folks. 
but it's good shit. <laughs> we break it all down, all things Undertaker. I can probably never talk about Taker again because of that episode, but I'm going right. to again here tonight. But anyway, the Royal Rumble, we're going to do something very, very close to that. I wanted to do something like that as far as a bracket with the Royal Rumbles. That's I'll what come I was up with thinking. something. This what is like, my gig, buddy. All right, I'm okay. the host king <laughs> of the tournament bracket. <laughs> of the tournament, I'm, I the, I'm do, the side host king. I wanted to do the brackets like we did before, but with the Royal Rumble matches. I just okay. don't know. We'll how, come up with something. Yeah, because I don't know how many there are. I have to count and see if they fit in. If they even fit into bracket form, I'd have to figure that out. Right, we'll figure it out. So yeah, and I'm not unless I have to, I won't. But I don't want to include the Royal Rumble that happened in Saudi Arabia. We'll we'll see. We'll have to we won't. figure that out. Don't we worry won't. about it. We won't. It didn't happen. It, Even it, if someone has to get a buy, I don't care. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. We'll give him the uh, the old NFL treatment. So there, there you go. go. So that's next. There's week. ways around everything. We ain't got to do shit. <laughs> we ain't got to do nothing. So next week live, the Royal Rumble round table now as of right now the main event of our discussion here is uh two things pop quiz pop quiz, pop quiz for the audience out there does any does, does anyone know Probably why not. legends night on monday mm-hmm. night raw was an absolute unmitigated failure failure i don't so break it down the board failure embarrassing failure Ooh. And people are going to tell me, because I've asked people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that shit sucked. Well, it was probably sucked because of blah, blah, blah. And the biggest one that people can hang their hat on was that even though it was Legend Night, there wasn't a whole lot of legends. Right? Okay. Alicia Fox. Right. <laughs> to a degree, even though she is, she doesn't feel like one yet. You know, Mickey James. They're like, oh, Mickey James is a legend, which she is on paper, but she was just there like a few weeks ago wrestling as a member of the roster. So right. I don't know... Did she get Hall of Fame like yesterday? Like how that happened? She just and then you got your usual show ups: Hogan, Flair, Sergeant Slaughter, the people who are there all the time. I'm surprised we didn't get an NWO reference at some point. Or whatever. James. Oh, oh, that was your original Tony Storm, right? Oh my God! Yup, the OG. Uh, well, not the OG OG because you were a Molly Holly guy. Back oh yeah, day. Molly Holly was something, something <laughs> special. <laughs> That's my high school. White girl. Guy. Hey guys. White girls with hips. That was my thing. <laughs> Vanilla cake. Uh, so I was asking the people, say, well, there wasn't a whole lot of legends. No, that's not it. Okay, well. As you can tell, my wife is not here, by the way, because I would not be screaming <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> White <laughs> chicks with hips. In the building. <laughs> if she goes back and hears the recording, I can defend it, but I can't talk <laughs> wild like that when I was right in the other room. It's, like, it's all the that's work. Funny. It's all the work, sweetie. It's all the work. That's it. It's all the work. So it's uh, part of the job. <laughs> so people people are like, well, this I don't know, but I think I argued this with you before because you were like, oh, there's not a lot of legends. I'm looking at a. I mean, I guess I can see kind of your point. That's not my point. I haven't gotten to it yet. Hold on. That's what people told me. Okay, okay, okay. But I got you, got you, I, got you. But I don't believe that that's it. Okay. So somebody had asked me, okay, AJ, you're a genius. You're the smart mm-hmm. guy, right? What is it? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you why Legends Night was a flop. Okay? This is a, a, the best reason. This is the best explanation I can give anybody. Because... Even though you have a Legends Night, let's pretend all of them actually are Legends, right? Which, not Mm -hmm. all of them were, but let's just pretend it was a stacked night. They don't, 
want to see the legends come in and parade around. They just right. don't. Because the last time they did a Legends night, so to speak, in in, in context, they dis- they being the WWE universe, they discovered something. It was exposed. Yeah. I take Ooh. everyone back to Raw 25th anniversary. Took place here in New York. That was the show that I did a whole episode on with Steph because half of it was in the Barclays Center and the other half was in the Manhattan Center. And they did a dual kind of multicast deal to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. And that night ruined Legends Night. It ruined any reunion show after that. That night, any time after that night that a legend or a pre-used employee came back to WWE, <laughs> it, it, it's completely ruined. Because that was the night where they made the biggest mistake, business-wise, they could ever fucking make. They opened up that show with the McMahons in the ring, cutting a promo, only to be interrupted by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. That was the night where everything got exposed. Everything that they do in WWE right now got exposed in a deadly, deadly fashion. Because when Stone Cold interrupted, when when Vince was like, I, I only have myself to thank. Nobody helped me. Nobody. And when I tell you that there was a pop, I don't mean the audience cheered. I mean literal human skulls opened up and exploded with brain confetti. Okay? Mm. That audience did not cheer. That audience lost its fucking mind, okay? When you watch Austin come out, and that was 2018, 19, very, very recent. Right. When when you watch that video, I watched that video on YouTube for just 30 seconds. I just listened to the pop. I don't even listen to the whole promo. It's like a nine-minute clip. I just listened to the glass, and when the music stops and he's staring at Vince. Because he doesn't say a whole word. To, he doesn't say one word to Vince that entire time. Mm-hmm. But the glass to the when the music stops is the most insane 30 seconds or one minute and change you'll ever see on the WWE YouTube channel. They lost their fucking minds. The commentators lost their fucking minds. Corey Graves right. at one point couldn't hear Michael Cole. He's like, it's deafening in here. He's He can't hear the guy next to him. They lost their fucking mind. And that's when the WWE Universe said to themselves, holy shit, I don't feel like that for any fucking body who's here right now at all. Right. I don't care that much. Everybody has favorites. You know, AJ Styles is great. Seth Rollins is great. Roman Reigns is great. Everybody has their favorite wrestler. Everyone cheers to a degree, right? But nobody loses their fucking mind when people fucking come out. The Rock did it. A few times now. With surprises, you know? Someone's talking shit in the ring. And then lose their fucking mind. Right. They're not... When, there's a difference between their pops and pops today. When people come out today, you can hear the cheering. There's mm-hmm. some, they're, they're happy to see this person. They're going nuts, right? right? But when Austin comes out, when The Rock comes out, they scream so fucking loud, it sounds like one fucking sound. 
it's a collective right. like a like a collective noise that happens because these people are so freaking excited about everything that's happening. They just go nuts. And that exposed fucking everything. There are no stars now. It if that night proved it. And every single time they've done a reunion since Steve Austin has been back since. But the reactions uh haven't been the same. It was the perfect storm. It was New York. It was Stone Cold. It was Raw. It was stunning Vince McMahon yet again. Uh, it was a combination of a lot of things. But that memory, I think, stays with a lot of people. These reunion shows, these legend shows, they will not work anymore. And not only that, we're gonna we're at this point. If you're gonna throw Alicia Fox into the mix, we have run out of legends. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're at the bottom of the fucking barrel. You have failed to create more of them. You've run out. A lot of these people, if you saw them on the street, you wouldn't give a shit anymore. And that's not fair to them. They truly are Sergeant Slaughter, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, just all these guys that you just bring all the time. They truly are legends. But I have seen them as legends for forever. Right. There's no new legends that I could put next to them. And 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 have that draw uh, attention or ratings or even, God forbid a couple of bucks some money to the goddamn box office. These legends nights will continue to be a huge flop every single time. Every single time. Do do you are there any legends that you would look forward to seeing on the show? No. Even is there any no. is there anybody you haven't seen in a while that you're no. like well. The, and I, you know, they don't no. whore themselves out. I would love to see. No, no absolutely no. not. You who know hasn't? how I feel about people. Who no, are I done. don't. Explain Just it. Be done. Explain it, because my fans don't know this. I've heard it's it for years. The, it's the. It's. I, I. I don't. It kills it for me. Like I feel like too much of. Oh, okay. I think okay. So I feel like especially nowadays when you don't have stars that have that impact to me when it was happening a lot more often it was because they felt like the ship was sinking and they needed it to kind of bring the building up a little bit bring a little bit more excitement and they would use old talent that had nothing to do with what was going on now just to build some hype like they were doing that a lot they did that with the royal rumble where they sprinkled a couple of old stars in there just to kind of to me, it's never a tip of the hat for the legends. It's more of a, hey, we need you to do me a solid because the ratings aren't doing so well. I don't know what the ratings actually have been, so I don't know. That's just the way it feels like. And because of that, it always feels like it takes away from the talent. I just don't like when they bring old talent back with no intention to actually wrestle, have a storyline behind, because at that point, you're just toying with... um What's the word I'm looking for? Nostalgia. You're just tugging at nostalgia, trying to get me hype. But then in a week or less than a week, these people are going to be gone. And I'm not in, now I'm even less invested with who's in front of me now. So I always found bringing legends back as a cop out. Now, is that what they're doing here? No, I don't. I don't really know. But to be honest with you, that's just the way no, I, I feel I, about I think, old wrestlers. I, think that's exactly I don't what they did. like old wrestlers. It's the same thing why I got a little fucking annoyed when they brought um sting to aw because i'm like why what's the purpose what are you gonna do nothing is coming from that you just reminded me no there is something coming from it he's booked 
They've announced it. The very next AEW pay-per-view, AEW Revolution. It'll be Team Taz, Ricky no, Starks, and Brian Cage versus no, Sting and Darby Allin. It's in the books. No, I, that is fucking yikes. I don't <laughs> want that. Get and you know he's no, not you're up. taking away from talent that you should be building. And you know he's Get not this old geezer out of the goddamn ring, and I don't care if your back, your backstage is trash. Get on someone my, in there and get some experience. I'm tired of watching the same person. On, on my son's birthday, February 27th, when my son turns, my I want you to take this into context. You will appreciate this. When we grew up together, when my son turns six, Sting's wrestling again. Sting debuted. Yuck. Sting debuted, I think, about two years after I was born. Before you were born, I think he was world champion when you were born. When my son turns six, Sting's in the ring again on TNT. Yuck. <laughs> How is that for fucking perspective? Holy shit. I'm glad you reminded me about that. I forgot to mention that shit. It's in the books. He is not going to take a single bump. He's at, uh, the Bret Hart match with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania, 50 minutes of not falling down. And my wife, too, when she saw it on the TV, she goes, oh, he's not going to do a whole lot. I said, he's not going to do nothing. She's like, nah, he may do some things like, you know, he may get thrown into the turnbuckle. I said, no turnbuckles. God, no. That's what got us into this position in the first place. No turnbuckles. The goddamn turnbuckles. No. Those buckle bombs is what ended the legacy. It was over after that. Jesus fucking Christ. No buckles. Stay away from the buckles. That's, what year were you born again? I was born in 83, and I think it was around 80, I want to say 80, 86, 85 or 86 when he debuted. Look at you, man. You, you still got it, dude. What? You still got it. That, it's that, 85 is when he started a... Oh, you looked it up? Yep, yeah, nope, November 1st, 1985. C yeah. CWA. C Continental uh, CWA, right? So Continental Contin Wrestling, yep, Wrestling uh, Association. Association. Yeah. There it is. I was going to say Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Hey, damn, and you called it. Dude, you still, <laughs> you still got it. <laughs> I know. I'm the old guy now. So that's, but that's my point. I'm the dude, old guy now. Dude, that's bananas, dude. This dude was fucking, and I think I was, what I said, if I go, let me see. Let me look it up because I think, I think it's absolutely true. Didn't he beat Flair? I want to say eight. No. No, because he was UWF. He beat Flair 87, right? So let me see. Did yeah. do, 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 when did the hell? In March 1988, Sting challenged Ric Flair for the world title. I said it. He was world champion when you were born that year. <laughs> I said it right here. I said it. I didn't even have to. I, I'm looking it up because it just happened to be here. But yes, when you were born, he dude, was the I am world currently champion. 33 years old, yes. dude. This guy was a grown ass man he in his already, profession before I was even born. He was two years into the business and the world champion when you were born, and he's wrestling next month. So he has a 35 year career I in wrestling. Guess, I guess you. Can and say that's that he did. and that's professional. We're not talking. Yeah, 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 because he that's about this stuff. What is this? Professional wrestling? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. what. The, I think he was a bodybuilder beforehand. Beforehand, before he started really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Fear don't he, get this fucking geezer off my goddamn screen, dude. Football, I don't basketball in high that, school. Uh, started a career of uh, bodybuilding in uh, Gold's Gym 
in the health club back in the 80s. Uh, that's where he was recruited at the Gold's Gym by by uh, Hulk Hogan and the Sheik and all those guys. They used to go to that gym. He was there at that gym, and they were like, yo, you should wrestle. And then he went to the other company. <laughs> fucking wrestled. And Dude, beat the shit out of Hogan in 97. Yep. I called the year of his debut and the, and randomly him being world champion during the year you were born. So That's how about hilarious. that? Speaking of old geezers who I need off of my fucking screen with all due respect. But we got to no, talk about that. We got to talk about it. Well, see, that's the part we're really going to have to have a conversation with about. all the disrespect. <laughs> now, what were you lick, about to say? Lick these nuts with all due respect. No, it's just I grew up in the Attitude Era. And when I was growing up, I remember distinctly, I think it was WrestleMania 14. They were doing this package for Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. And they were talking about how the Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin are renegades, right? They were outlaws. They, they did things their own way. and They bucked tradition. And then that, toward the end of the package, it was like, but because they're in the WrestleMania main event, they're even though they buck tradition and they want to do their own things, they're destined to become part of it. Because right. simply... Being in the main event of a show that will continue on for years, you now become part of that history. You're a part of it whether you like it or not. There's a timeline that takes place. Evolution has its place in everything. Everything we do. Change happens. You cannot stop it. You cannot slow it down. You cannot get in the way of it. Change happens. So i got to direct our comments here to The Undertaker. And The Undertaker's comments that he made uh, on the Joe Rogan show there. And I sent it to you, and I didn't hold on to it. But do you have it in front of you? I got it. Okay. I got it up right now. Can you go and ahead and read you, uh, Look, say that again. Can you can you just read some of the stuff that he said? Uh, the, the some of the quotes uh, directly from that thing. I'm trying right. to figure out. I, I don't. I don't want to misquote the guy. You know, I don't want to take him to task for something that I want to get the exact wording in there, nice and simple. Here we go. Said he pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, um, then he said, it. I'll probably piss a lot of people off, but they need to hear it. It is what it is. What it is. But to the young guys, oh, he's a bitter. Oh, I heard myself. I'm sorry. I heard myself echo. I thought that was you telling me to stop. Oh, he's a, he's a bitter old guy. I'm not bitter. I did my time. I'm good. I walked away when I wanted to walk away. And then um, there's this one part that I read here that is he ranted. And the air, here we go. In that era of guys, too, in that era of guys, too, those were men. You, you into a dressing room nowadays, <laughs> and it's a lot different. I remember walking into my first real dressing room, and all I saw were crusty fucking men. Half of them had guns and knives in their bags. Shit just got handled back then. Now you walk in there and these guys are playing video games and fucking making sure they look pretty. It's evolution, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but just like those eras, just like those eras, I man, like I like eras, when men man. were men. Yes. I like when men were men. I don't know, man. You kind of coming off a little bitter, dude. See, I, the, I read that. I'm like, that's the, a little. 
The yeah. fact that he started with that, he knew that's what he was going to sound like. He knew he was going to be bitter. He knew like, he was going to sound like that because he, he, that's how we started. Listen, I'm not a bitter guy. Yeah, you sound like it. Here's the thing. I don't think he is bitter, to be honest with you. Remember, he was the locker room no, leader no, for no. a long time. I don't think that he is bitter. Yeah. He sounds He sounds super bitter. bitter. I feel like he's kind we of. We know better. Yeah, I think he's, I think he, because he was the locker room leader for so long, and he was kind of in charge of that locker room for forever. It, this is like uh, when parent, when when people our age make fun of young kids. Like, we didn't fucking raise these kids. All these kids are fucking stupid. And they're, okay, well, you were the parent, bitch. Like, why is he right. stupid? So, like, you can't. I think in his, his current position, he's the last guy who should be insulting the locker room. Because if you were the leader of that locker room for 30 years, how did it get like this? Right? right, if you have such this big issue with this, which why do you have an issue? The guys, again, used to I have guns and knives an, in there. I don't bag? think he has an issue. I think he's just pointing out. But again, it comes off super bitter, or like he does have a problem with it. But I don't think that's the case. But why, if unless you ha- unless you have an issue with it, why is it a thought in your head? It's just why, a, why didn't it's he just say? But why didn't like, he say it on the podcast? Hey, like know, back you in know, my, when he walked in there, he was like, "Yeah, these guys are pussies. They're playing but video that's, games." But see, that's where the bitterness comes in because you can say, "Hey, listen, in my day, man, we used to have guns and knives and shit, and people used to die from fucking coke overdoses and shit." Nowadays, none of that shit happens. It's a little soft with the video games and shit, but you know, new era. I like the guys; they're cool. No, he was just like, "No, nah, this generation sucks." That's basically and what don't he said. say and like, don't say the first of all you can't say that people are playing video games like you guys had access to video games you didn't not like they do today that's number one and number two there were plenty of pretty gimmicks back in the day so don't tell me that every man in there wasn't trying to look like yeah there were probably more rugged dudes then but there were those like gimmicks that yeah, they wonder, were supposed to be gorgeous. I wonder how the family felt back in Texas when they saw their six foot nine, three hundred pound cousin going to the ring in tights and eyeliner every fucking night for thirty years. Exactly. How, how that like you wore makeup. Like how rugged how'd is that? that? Go? It's like when people talk shit about, well, this is some goofy shit that kids do now. It's like, motherfucker, you used to shoot lightning bolts from your fucking hand. What the fuck are you talking about? Hold on a second. Right. Right. Like, again, like I said, I think it's just something where he is the elder. He is the one that, you know, he comes from a different era and it may not make sense I to him. Actually, it may not be the way he spends listen, his time. Listen, so I actually, it, to a degree, I actually, I actually agree with him to a degree. There's some soft ass bitches in locker rooms. But there's soft ass bitches now. In the, that, that, that is not exclusive to the locker room. Yeah, That's just a world, a world that we live in right pandemic now. Of so- Everything of is about Instagram and looking cute and all kinds of shit. And that's all question marks. I can't even say genders anymore because I don't even know how many of those. It's all whatever is what they are is what I'm people do. He didn't touch that topic. Just, I'm so I'm surprised because now that he's not the dead man anymore, and he's doing all this social media stuff, and he's no, doing he all did. He podcasts. said, "I like when men were men." That was his shot. Yeah, that but was his shot vet. to everybody. He's a yeah. vet, so he knows how to do he, it. He's I was smooth how he did that, right? Yeah, but no, yeah, he yeah. Uh, he's been doing all this social media. He's also he's doing all the talks. I knew I I knew the character that I had loved my whole life was dead and buried when he was in gimmick doing the hot ones challenge. 
when uh-huh. he was doing the the hot wing shit on the YouTube deal. Dude, I love the hot wing. That's I a do, great show. Don't I do disrespect too, I, that show. I do too. I just I thought love it, was, that show. it was over when he... Ilgis Elba is still my favorite one ever of all time. Where, uh, him in gimmick is what killed me. Like he's yeah. in the dead man outfit with the fucking gloves on and the fucking hat. And he if, probably asked though. That was probably uh, the host. I forget his name did, all the time. They but pay, the host. Yeah. Did they pay extra for him to be in gimmick? He probably did. Oh Jesus. And he probably got his jollies off doing that too. Listen, I I'm gonna be in a locker room next fucking week, and I promise you, there's gonna be some pussies in there. There's just that's just the Dude, way. That's just on the your way the on your way to that place, yeah. you're gonna have at that wall wall that I you. stop at before I get yes. to the building. To get the meatball sandwich? Then, no, then, no, then, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna do meatball sandwich on the road. Are you kidding me? I'm not trying to load up on shit. Well, whatever you get <laughs> from there, the person that makes it is yeah. probably pussy. Oh my god! You know, I, I love the meatball sandwich from Wawa. I get it every time I go to Jersey, but I'm gonna be in the car with two fucking large dudes and I'm not trying to stop and have bathroom issues with none of these motherfuckers. So it's just going to be straight beverages and what is this? Because I'm packing this with me. What the fuck is this? Chewy chocolate chip granolas from Wesley Farms. That's Ooh, my deal. Let's go. I need to start yes. grabbing some of those, man. I've been proteining up. I'm down 10 yeah. pounds. There you and go. I'm, and I've been proteining up and getting my weight. I just got a whole new section of uh, resistance bands over here. We're getting off topic. So, The Undertaker, he's old. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> he's old, washed. He doesn't like I, video yeah, games. He doesn't like video games. pretty niggas. And, uh, yeah, definitely hates pretty niggas. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's I mean, what I that's, got from this interview. Yeah, he's, he's pretty. He's pretty niggas. Uh, was, what was it? Uh, 1A and 1B. Video games and, and soft-ass men. And I was like, oh, my God. And I love Xavier Woods comes out. And it's just like... Captain Video Game had to say something because you knew his ass was like, all right, when you say video games, you talking about me, dude. Don't do no subs. Say my name, bitch. Oh, Just, he you, said, yeah, don't, don't sub Because you know me, he's dog. talking about uh, what, what the up, up, down, down shit. I mean, he everybody was like, plays Yo, games. I was in there the day he came in. We Word. was playing video games, and yeah. he clowned me a little everybody bit. Everybody plays video games, but he's Captain Video Game. He's like, he wears the fucking C on I his No, that's why I love him, man. So he must have been like, nah, don't sub me, bro. Say my name. You mad? <laughs> you Plug me, bro. Man, bro. Plug me. Word, like, like he said, you know, I did my time, I did my thing, I walked away. All right, well, be away. Like, what's your issue? Like, I don't understand. You know, there's a lot of old dudes that come, Steve Austin used to get in so much trouble because he's like, go for it. That was his old deal. He he got in trouble on the internet too for that. You know, some of these guys got to take a chance. No, dude, they're not allowed to take no fucking chances. What are you talking about? You have to be given an opportunity to create. They're not being, right. they did not get the opportunity that you got, Steve. You And let's be fair. Because the people before Steve didn't get the opportunity that Steve got. Steve got that opportunity out of desperation. They were losing a war. And they were going to lose their company. And he took the handcuffs off and said, please, somebody step up and save me. And you did that. That was dope. But please stop acting like that's the always a legend for it. Yeah. And because of that, we've never had a strong baby face since. Because you've ruined what a baby face is from now until the end of time. No right. one will ever have as high a cool factor as Stone. Stone Cold Steve Austin has a reality show right now where he just does nothing but cool shit for like a full 30 minutes. 
I mean, he's a cool-ass dude. He's a cool-ass dude. We'll never have another dude like that ever again. You ruined it for everybody. Even he didn't know he was a cool-ass dude. Did we see his gimmicks before Stone oh, Cold? Yeah, the fucking ringmasters. I mean, Come it. on, man. What was it? The, the, I'll never forget that list of names they picked. What was it Ice Dagger? That shit was hot. So, uh, it was ice, ice dagger. Ice dagger. Dude, that's a, that's some shit I would have came up with for the for like a gamer tag back yeah. in the day, dude. A frosty McFreeze or some shit like that. Like what the oh fuck? Oh my god! Are you trying to name a human being? What is this? That's funny. That is that's dope. hilarious. That is absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think there was much to this. It's just him. I think, in all honesty, I'm not taking anything from this about his character. I'm saying. He was just talking about his observations and the differences that he sees back in the day and today. And of course, people are gonna spin it like he's bitter, but I honestly don't. I honestly don't think he gives a fuck. He's just literally saying what he saw, and that's it. That's what I'm getting from it. I think he said it for headlines. To be honest with you, he's smart. He knows how to stay relevant. He's done it. For but what decades. does that do for him? It gets us talking about it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, he's, not, he's not I mean, in he the could game have, of letting Vince He could have went on there and talked about his favorite type of toilet paper. Yeah, nobody would have gave a shit. about it. And nobody would have gave a shit. We wouldn't have been talking about Taker's. But Taker has done interviews in the past. We haven't talked about it. We talked about this one because he knew and he knew. Bro, He. that's why I think he did it for the headlines. He opened up with, well, I know this is going to piss people off. That's the shit that people say when they're trying to piss people off. <laughs> that's what they hope they're hoping this next thing it's like when people say with all due respect and then they follow it by the most disrespectful shit they could possibly think of it's like lady you know you're a cool person and with all due respect your vagina smells like you can't say that after Whoa. What, exactly you can't do that that's fucked up Sometimes he said I like your kid I like your kid he's a cool kid but with all due respect he's kind of an idiot you're like wait a minute you can't just Call my son an idiot. Well, I said with all due respect. It's like, no, they yeah. us that all pass. No, you can't. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's like when you're like, uh, I'm not racist, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> but like, yo, what's about to follow is some it's racist, racist shit. <laughs> but you ever see people like get drunk and it's like, yo, man, with all due respect, bro, if you wasn't with your girl, I'll fuck the shit out of you. Like, whoa. That's Whoa, a flag of you've been harvesting that for <laughs> yeah. a minute. Why did that come up unprovoked at all whatsoever? Yep. Uh, that's Dude, we what were talking about. <laughs> citrus fruit. Where did that come from? Yeah, where is, like Speaking of mango pineapple, I would bang your girl if he wasn't around paying attention to her all the time. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? How did... I have to take my mom to the dentist tomorrow. How did you get on fucking my wife? How did that happen? Yeah, you know what, sweetie? Just, you're coming with me yeah, to the dentist tomorrow. Saying, that's my new favorite thing now. When somebody says some random shit, and they go, what the fuck? And you're like, yo, related videos, yo. Related videos. That's, that's it. it. Related videos. You can't penalize me for that. It's related videos. Everybody gets hit by related videos. Everybody. That's it. it sends you down a deep, dark hole. <laughs> the likes of which you will never recover from. Oh man, there's nothing worse than fucking fucking up your algorithms. You got cat videos on your front page for weeks. Weeks. That's it. All done. All right, guys. That is episode 174. Next week. I like how this worked out. 175 for the Royal Rumble Ooh. Roundtable. That's a it. nice even, not even number. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Pretty much. As we move on after the rumble. Do we have anyone for that table rounded? Uh, I have a few names in mind. Do you want in mind, but nothing's solidified. Nothing yet. solidified yet. Why? You want to bring your boy this time? 
No, I'm not, not saying anything oh, okay. like that. I was just wondering if we had anybody yet. No, I want new faces and new names. So there's been some discussions, but they're, no they're, new they're, friends. They're, they're, Wait, they're, I can't do that. We're trying to work on a schedule thing, so that's all. But yes, absolutely. We're gonna get some new faces, some new voices for me to yell at and insult right to their motherfucking face. Nice. Let's see if I can bait somebody into saying some outlandish again. <laughs> I want somebody else. You know what I like when we used to have good old fashioned subservient women in the locker room? Where are all the rats at? And I'm like, oh my god. Jesus. You need to just chill and also CC me when you get the information on that. <laughs> that is research that I don't want to do, like, but I, I do want to yeah. read it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to partake. I just want to know what the stats are, is what I'm saying. Exactly. I'm a mathematician. I, I, I'm a collector, is what it is. Okay. Uh, you need to email me that spreadsheet when you get it. The, the rats to non rat ratio per state here, so we can get that moving. Mm -hmm. Oh man, so I gotta get. Uh, there's so much shit I gotta do this week. I gotta get ready for a fucking show. I got a brand. I got brand new suit jackets. I just got man. I just invested in myself big time recently. So I got the red one that I showed there you. you. Go. I just I got the red one that I showed you, and I mm -hmm. just bought a white one. And I got a lot of. I got started started class today. Oh, how'd that go? There you go, class. Uh, well, I mean, I'm. It's my classes right now are all online, so it opened today. Okay. So I have a lot of reading and stuff to get to this week. I have two reading classes and math class, so I got a shit ton of reading to do. I got uh, some math work to do. I still have my work. I have the other personal stuff going on, and then on top of that, I still want to make my videos. I started streaming. Started streaming over on Twitch. Deceive Dave. Come and drop your boy a follow. You don't have to stick around right now. But in order for me to unlock some of the features that make streaming and the bells and the whistles and the alerts and all that stuff, it does require some follows. So any follows would be appreciated. Uh, but I've been on there almost every night. And I've been very fortunate to have like a person or two come in and literally spend the whole hour and a half that I've been in there. They just in there talking to me, man. So it's a lot of fun. I'm having a freaking blast with it. And uh, yeah, so this week is going to be interesting because I was putting two videos out a week and I might get forced into one again Ooh. because it's just so much going on. And I was having a lot of fun putting out multiple videos. Uh, but we'll see. Once I get into the rhythm, maybe I can keep at least two going. Damn. So. But yeah, dude, it's getting hectic. It's getting hectic, and it's getting hectic fast. Oh boy, look at that! See, you've always wanted to do this stuff. Now it's really happening for real. Oh, no, it's it's going. <laughs> it's it going. is going. So, all right, guys. So next week, the Royal Rumble Roundtable, the road to WrestleMania begins next week. I'm kind of getting excited. I don't know. We'll see. I guess it's just natural instinct for me around the end of January to just be up for shit. We will see. Shaping out to be very, very cool so far. But we'll get more in depth next week. New voices, new new ideas, new stuff. We got to talk about this bracket idea. We'll figure that out sometime this week. And we'll get that out, out there for you guys to be a part of. So once again, for episode 174. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. And of course, thank you guys for enjoying. 100 episodes now pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash A-J-O-U-N. Please, he needs this. Listen to my daddy's show. He's the best, so I don't know.